Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your uh, company this morning. If you have actually looked outside the curtains today, you'll probably find that you've seen the best weather in the last hour that we're going to see all week, guys. It's a miserable, miserable week. One upside to that, though, is you are allowed to socialise indoors legally for the first time because, of course, absolutely no one in this country has been socialising indoors illegally up to this point. Of course, they haven't, even though polls say, of course, that people have been doing that. However, as of today, well, well, lots of things change. We are well, it's, I think it's supposed to be the biggest unlocking, wasn't it, May the 17th? But with all the uh, doom and gloom and, frankly, a lot of scaremongering around the uh, Indian variant, I think a lot of people aren't quite feeling uh, the uh, the joy. And certainly I think the weather is putting a damper on things. But a ban on indoor socialising lifted so you can actually have uh, people over to your house. Uh, a rule of six. Uh, you can meet in groups of six or two households if that's more people. Pubs, restaurants, cafes can serve customers indoors. So actually have a chance of uh, breaking even, if not making a profit, thanks to... The these social distancing rules that still apply and serving only at tables. You can meet up in groups of uh, up to 30 outdoors. Uh, again, even with a marquee, I'm thinking this is not looking great outside. Uh, the ban on hugging someone from another household is going to be lifted. Um, absolutely extraordinary, but we've been told to use a caution and personal judgment. I thought that's what we were allowed to do as adults anyway. You can now stay overnight in someone else's home or go to a hotel or a hostel or a B&B and indoor entertainment like cinemas, museums, soft play centres uh, can all resume and performances and large events can restart at uh, theatres and sports events and even business conferences. Uh, outdoor sporting events uh, and performances can be half full up, up to a capacity of 4,000. And uh, if you're having a wedding, uh, you can actually have 30 people at your wedding instead of 15, as you would have had uh, up to yesterday. But you still have to all wear masks and you're not allowed to dance. Uh, yes, really. And uh, uh, funeral, uh, the number of mourners is no longer going to be capped at 30. Uh, and uh, secondary school children, yes, will no longer have to wear masks in classrooms or corridors at school. So that is absolutely fantastic. And, of course, uh, face-to-face teaching uh, resuming at universities. So, um, yeah, being allowed to leave the country as well if you've got loved ones abroad. And uh, if you fancy a little bit of sun, uh, Portugal, the doors are open, although not many other countries uh, that are easily accessible. So lots of good news there. And yet, why does it not feel 
Why does it not feel like that today? Why does it not feel like a good news day? Let's talk to Tom Slater. He's deputy editor of Spiked Online. He's going to be joining me all this morning. Um, is it just me, Tom? I, I would have thought that today would have been one of the days when we would all be sort of, you know, jumping out of bed, really happy, feeling really good about, you know, right, we are finally getting more of our freedoms back. Um, it doesn't feel like that. Is it the weather? Is it the Indian variant? Is it all the doom mongering? It's got to be a combination of the three, hasn't it, really? I mean, if it was bright and sunny outside, if we had the weather that we had during the first lockdown as we were coming out of that, yeah. I'm sure many people would be pretty excited. But again, it's put a bit of a damper on things in a kind of literal sense. But also the Indian variant stuff, I think, is still concerning people unnecessarily, it seems like, given the fact that whilst it's being talked up as something which could slow things down, it's not leading to hospitals filling up and more and more people dying. It's just spreading much more. And I think if the government was a, a little bit more honest with people or at least wouldn't necessarily want to feed that kind of fear which naturally hangs around anything around COVID at the moment yeah. people would probably be a lot happier and a lot freer feeling today than they may be otherwise are. Well indeed overnight the Prime Minister issued a statement uh, calling on uh, people to uh, you know act with caution um, a heavy dose of caution the Prime Minister has said uh, Matt Hancock the Health Secretary was on television uh, yesterday morning uh, being questioned again and again by by BBC Sky and other uh, interviewers about really well ooh, was it safe and, and 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 wouldn't we have to reverse lockdown uh, easing and 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 should we really be going ahead with the, the restrictions releasing today and should we be going ahead with june the 21st i mean i, I tell you what is everyone everyone who uh, who works for those organizations must be absolutely loving lockdown i don't know if they're on double pay or something but they seem to be absolutely loving it and yet as you say it is just scaremongering this new variant again there have been, I think, over 300,000 variants or, or so. I mean, that's what viruses do. Um, we were told, oh, oh, the Brazilian variant, but that would that would escape the vaccine. No, it doesn't. Uh, we were told the Kemp variant would, no, that doesn't. Uh, we were told the, you know, the, the Indian variant does. No, there is simply no evidence that it does. Well, you can look at, the, you know, in India, you can see that uh, you know, people are looking at the figures, they go, oh, these terrible big figures. And it's very interesting that the, the, the media always gives the absolute figures as opposed to per capita. 1.4 billion people live in that country. The numbers look big. Actually, their rate of COVID is way below anything we've experienced. It's just it's a very big country with absolutely atrocious healthcare. Um, but there is simply no evidence that uh, this this uh, this variant escapes the vaccine in any way whatsoever. And Matt Hancock did say yesterday that in Bolton, where people have, again, a handful of people uh, have been hospitalised, um, that they hadn't been vaccinated. Mm. Um, so, I mean, the, the, the sensible thing is to, to speed up the vaccination process. Now, 20 million people in this country have already had two doses. They will be the most vulnerable, the most elderly, the people most likely to be hospitalised or to die. Um, all over 50s are getting their second jab after eight weeks, not 12 weeks. I know this. I got the text message only uh, on yesterday to tell me I could get my jab. I'm thinking, hold on a minute, that's not due yet. I'm sure that's, an, and, and realised it was only after eight weeks. All over 35s by the end of this week will be offered the jab and they are basically going door to door in places like Bolton where they are seeing this surging cases uh, to try and tackle this. Um, there is really no need for there to be this complete mad panic and sort of calls to end restrictions being eased at all, is it? Based on any facts whatsoever. I think the problem for the government though is when you play the politics of fear it's very hard to reverse that. When you spend a year terrorising a nation, they're going to feel even more terrorised when any new development happens. Because as you say, I think people have this image that in Bolton and Blackburn that you've got hospital wards filling up and all the rest of it. There's 18 people in hospital with COVID in Bolton and the vast majority of those people are vulnerable people who refuse the jab, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, but 
I don't see why everyone else's lives have to be restricted because some people don't want to take the jab. Not my problem. I mean, with all, I'm very sympathetic and I hope they mm. survive and I'm really sorry for their families and for them. Not my problem. And again, go, you know, the government going out of its way to find those hesitant people mm. to try to convince them, not to compel them, but to try to convince them is a perfectly legitimate thing yep. to do. But again, to try and even suggest that things should slow down in the unlocking because of all of this is for the birds, frankly. But I think it just comes down to that point. They've been playing with fear for so long, yep. it's very hard to reverse that. Um, I, I did actually um, text a very senior member of the government yesterday to say, well, you know, you, you created this. You ha you created a monster in SAGE and Nerve Tag and, 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 and SPIM and all the other different organisations with the experts on, some of whom are virologists, some of whom are just computer modelists, some of whom are behavioural scientists. But you, you basically outsourced all of your decision making to the scientists. Well, the scientists say, the scientists say this, the scientists say that. So it, what, what what can we do? The government now can't do anything unless the scientists say it's OK. They have created a monster that is now out of control, that is constantly going to be saying, oh, well, oh, but, but people might die. Yes, as we ease and as we go back to people living a normal life, more people will die of COVID. Yes. And that is part that is part of the deal. We you know, we the vaccine is our route out. The, the only people who don't trust the vaccine are the scientists and the government. It's quite bizarre. The vaccine works. We know it works. You can see it in the data all over the world where the vaccines rolled out. All the different, I mean, not not, not so much the Chinese, the Russian vaccines, to be fair, uh, but the uh, the vaccines we've got in the West. Oh, I think it was, something's beeping away there. Um, but but it, but but we know that. And, and the point is, we have the vaccine. We That's as much safety as we can get. And then we go back to normal life. Mm. And and just as with flu and other other diseases that can spread, we are going to see people who will die of COVID. And that's very sad, but that's that's how life is. Life has risks to it. And we've got this whole bunch of people on stage who want to have, let's face it, they're going for zero COVID. I mean, that's what they think. They think there should be no one who dies or ever even gets a case of COVID. And we can't live like that. Not at all. And if the vaccines can't get us out of this, then literally nothing can. Yeah. I think that's an important thing to to stress here is the fact that this was all presented to us as the light at the end of the tunnel, that this would justify lockdown in essence. And the yeah. fact that you've got so many leading scientists now trying to suggest that it's part of the solution, but not the whole thing, I think yeah. does just speak to the fact that we're in that slightly ridiculous position where for various different reasons, partly because of a sense in which they feel that they got it wrong at the start of this crisis yeah. and the rest of it. They're almost trying to overcompensate by being so authoritarian as to suggest this should go on indefinitely. But we just can't carry on living like this. It's ridiculous. No, exactly. I mean, again, some of the, the predictions for the Warwick modelling team, I mean, these are the people who, by the way, predicted that, you know, everyone would be dying in the streets uh, en masse, uh, 10,000 a day or something ridiculous. Um, if uh, if we actually had, sorry, 10,000 people admitted hospital a day in mid-July, if, you know, just, just from like having kids going back to school. There was no... No peak whatsoever after kids went back to school. There was an increase, not increase, there was a, a, a plateau of cases um, as opposed to continuing to go down. But, you know, we were basically testing millions of children every day. What a surprise. Mm. But then it carried on going down. Um, and, and again, they're going to be they predicted that we're going to have a surge in cases as we come out here. Again, there may be cases going up, but there won't be increased hospitalizations and deaths because people have had the vaccine. 20 million have had two, uh, two doses. But the assumptions they make in terms of they assume they assume that the um, the vaccines have much lower efficacy than they actually do have. Um, and and some of the, the stuff in the latest Warwick modeling for what's going to happen as a result of this variant, they're saying if this variant is, as they suspect, 50 percent more transmissible again. 
do we really know that? That's a if, could of, is that 10,000 people could be admitted to hospital each day in mid-July if we proceed with the, e- the easing today and the easing on the 21st of June. Um, some of their, their, their assumptions are so ridiculous and would actually require something, I mean, something like, you know, uh, was it um, sort of, was it 60% of the UK population to be infected in one week? I mean, it's just laughable nonsense assumptions that, I mean, that frankly, you know, a, a, a GCSE math student wouldn't mm. make those mistakes. And yet these are being used to try and guide the government's hand and to tell people, yes, well, you can go and visit your grandma and hug her now, or you can possibly travel abroad, but you shouldn't. And, and mm. it's, 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 it's all about control. It is. And again, it's just playing on fear. I mean, this 10,000 deaths a day figure and all these or 10,000 hospitalizations, etc. Considering the vaccines, considering where we are, considering what we've known previously in terms of at the peak of the crisis um, that we saw, you don't you didn't see numbers like this. I think, considering I think the fact that one we had day no in level January, we had like 1400 on one day. I mean, if you, if you have to go on the seven day rolling average, because in terms of actually mm-hmm. what how many people actually had it, that was I mean, that's awful. That was the peak. But bearing in mind, 1700 people in winter die every day of other things. And it's just it's that question of it feels like especially when uh, modelling gets it really out of whack. It's just kind of quietly shelved. It's not really talked about. Again, the schools thing was another key thing. We were told this was going to be a huge problem. It turned out not to have any meaningful impact. And I think, again, we're just into a situation where because the government kind of evacuated the field, if you like, in relation to making these decisions because it outsourced its authority to these experts. Again, it's it's quite difficult to undo that as well. Um, And you can see a tussle starting again between Boris Johnson and his advisors, but it's long overdue and it's feel like it's it's only going to be partial given how much power they've been given throughout. Someone has got to send a memo to the Prime Minister that he's the one in charge. He's the one who was elected by the people of this country and it's up to him to make those decisions. And and just at some point he's going to have to seize control back and, and own these decisions and stop stop cowering to these uh, these fearmongers. Uh, 6.57 is the time. 6.47, sorry, don't worry, you're not late for work. Um, uh, we'll talk a look at the front page. We're also going to be talking at the uh, horrific anti-Semitic uh, abuse on Britain's streets, uh, ye- uh, which we heard yesterday. Absolutely shocking scenes. That's up next. This is Talk Radio. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.